Today's episode is brought to you in full by Heartlift International, a 501c3 dedicated to making home and family the safest, most secure place on earth. Here at the beginning of the year, it is my beautiful heart to invite you to become a Circle of Trust member with Heartlift International. Just go to JanelleRairden.com slash Heartlift dash international and discover how you can be an active participant in making this podcast reach to the ends of the world. Don't we want men and women all over this planet listening from wherever they live so that their homes, their lives, their hearts can be safe and secure. It is my honor to bring you part two of my conversation with Bruce and Tony Hebels for giving forward. I tell you what, I have been meditating like a cow. You know, a cow has five stomachs, so they regurgitate what they eat through each stomach. I know it's quite a picture, but it's such a beautiful picture, actually, of how we need to take a conversation, a message, a scripture, a ancient piece of wisdom and roll it around in our minds over and over again. Here are some of my takeaways, and I really want to hear your takeaways. Forgiveness is a transaction, not a process. And you will hear uh, Bruce and Tony really give more information about what that means to us today and clarify probably some questions you might have One of the greatest takeaways that I am bringing from this conversation is make pre-forgiveness a lifestyle, meaning I decide, I make a decision that I am going to have a forgiveness practice in my life, not one where I obliterate how someone has wounded me and forget that. Remember, we forgive wounds, not people. And Bruce makes that really clear here today. But we live in a mindset, a practice of forgiveness, pre-forgiveness. I also just want to address before we begin conversation two here, part two. If you are finding yourself triggering or perhaps stumbling or having a problem with some of the Christian theological language such as sin or repentance... I understand. I understand that. Many of us have been in very tight boxes of thinking in our rigorous trainings in faith, in our childhoods, for me, in my 20s and 30s, 40s. (laughs) And so I want you to just reframe sin as missing the mark, as not living the Word of God fully. Uh, doing what we know is right in the eyes of God, living the words of Scripture that He left to us, following His ways for our life. And perhaps repentance does the same. It might trigger you. Well, repentance is just a change of mind, a turning around and doing life differently, leaving behind those things that are keeping us from God's best. Now, welcome, please, Tony and Bruce back to the show. Okay, you give us three radical overarching principles that summarize the uniqueness of the way Jesus forgave. Can we just 
give those three right now? Yeah, yeah. And that there's actually one bigger overarching with okay. these three falling under, right? The okay. larger one is God, He Jesus never let the offense determine whether he would forgive someone. Yep. You got to say Because he loves people more than he hates their sin, but he hated their sin enough to separate them from their sin so he could restore a relationship. So we need to learn to separate people from their behavior, right? Yeah, but yes. we tend to we tend to, to merge, it, right? He's people. an adulterer. He's a liar. He's this. He's that. No, he's uh, he's someone who committed adultery. He lied. He stole. Whatever it is, he separated the person from their behavior, paid for the behavior, to, so the person could be restored. So we need to we need to love people, even though we hate sin. Now, some people will hate sin and hate the person at mm-hmm. the same time, well, and some people will so love the person he, they excuse the sin. Neither one of those are the right balance. Yes. Right. Correct. Sin is never okay. Mm-hmm. We love the person. This is not okay. But he he never let that offense. This is not one thing I won't forgive. There's nothing that's mm-hmm. not covered by the blood of Jesus. Well, and sin is never okay. But also, I want to keep keep thinking this, and we've not said it. What they did to us that hurt us is not okay either. Forgiveness never Correct. says what they did was okay. It, it just, just a, says it was. Covered. It doesn't approve it. it says yeah, it was yeah. paid for. It's a that's so, a very big stumbling block for people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it wasn't. It's not okay. Um, no, it's not. Okay. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. It's not Absolutely. okay what they did. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's where we are with that. Yeah. But uh, he modeled the- it there. To me, that is the ultimate. Yeah. So we have this overarching principle that, and then you have he predetermined he would forgive before the foundation of the world. He made the decision. It's all, he's all about that. So we we he, before we were born, before we sinned, before anything, he chose the pattern he the the, the action he was going to take in order to procure our forgiveness. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and then he purposely well, chose. What do we get from that though? From from that, we learn that we need to choose to predetermine to forgive, that we mm-hmm. make that choice yeah. as well. Yeah. That we, and we forgive yeah. first. We don't wait for them to repent. We yeah. don't wait for them to say, I'm sorry. We forgive before. We, I think we that's make a, a decision changer. ahead of time that when something happens, we will forgive it. It's, it's, it's a done deal. We're going to yeah, pull we the forgive first. I think that's what's uh, central to this teaching, to this methodology is because that's what hasn't left me since I first learned it from you Mm. is that I, if I am, you know, we were just talking about preconditioning, right? If I have practiced this in my life, maybe that's a better word. I love the word practice, you know, that forgiveness is just my very first thing. It's just what flows out of my life. Really? Yeah. It just, I, I can't express how that changes things. That's awesome. Dramatically. Dramatically. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm... Okay. Yeah. He predetermined that he would forgive. So we're going to predetermine. Yes. And forgive. And practice. We make pre-forgiveness a lifestyle. That's the way we, we live. Make pre-forgiveness a lifestyle. There we go. We got to it. All right. That's so good. Okay. And then he he purposely chose to pay our debt before, uh, you know, he, he while we were decision. still sinners, while we were his enemies, he chose to pay our debt. He went to extreme measures to pay for our debt and he paid for it. It was a transaction for him. It was not a process. Yep. He made that purpose. Judgment. And the good news about that one is we don't replicate it. We just apply it. Right. We can't. Done. All right. We don't pay for their debt. It's already been paid. It's already been paid. It's paid. We just apply it. This is so mind-blowing. I'm sorry. I'm just responding as the listeners are. I know they're in their car. They're walking. They're going, yeah, this is just too much. Like, 
It's just a it lot. It is a gift. It's a treasure. We are. So I mean, well, I, let me throw this in for your listeners. We have a ninety-five percent breakthrough rate in one sitting with a couple or an individual for freedom. We're talking remarried, uh, not separated. Um, not just not just couples. Depression, like me, mm-hmm. depression gone. We've seen physical healings we did not expect that just happened in front of our eyes. Um, cocaine addiction stopped in one wow. sitting. One okay. sitting. If you take people to the cross, they'll find freedom anywhere else. At best, they get an anesthetic. So we just take them to the cross and the blood works. So because he paid for it, he purposely chose to pay our debt. And then he leaves, as we talked, discussed earlier, he leaves the reconciliation decision. And that's the third principle. uh, Right. Is that he leaves the reconciliation decision to us. He offers it, but he does. He does. does I've really had to swallow that a long time. Mm -hmm. It's a lot to swallow when you've been preconditioned in one way or a one school of yeah. thought that he leaves that up to us. And I think that's so freeing and that's so grace-based. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. There's no shaming. There's just no shame in your methodology here. There's mm-hmm. no punishment. There's no, um, like even the process is just like exhausting to think of it that's- as a process, but it's a decision. Yeah, we just yeah. follow God and do it, and expect now, Him to move. He now, does. So let's throw in that into that. Some re- one reason people think it's a process is because there's a lot of transactions you have to make. If there's a lot of and it, and it may take a while to get through all the transactions. Right. Yes. Right. Like you were but saying, it's, right. it's a series of transactions that you're mm-hmm. making. Yes. That's why our conversations with people are three to four hours. We had a long, oh, long, yes. Our longest was nine hours with a couple. Mm-hmm. Crazy, but. Freedom at the end. So that's, that's how I roll too. Stuff to forgive, right? But <laughs> yeah. we keep like five hours in. You're like, wow. and then all of a sudden the the well, bells and whistles go off, and it's just so worth it. I'm so grateful that you do the intensive work because you know it just takes that long sometimes. Right? We can't do you that. It's not a wand. It's yeah. not a magic wand. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I wanted to repeat what you said. It's on page 74 in their book. His love, God's love, Jesus's love for us is greater than his hatred for our sin. Okay, so I'm going to let you know why take two is so critically important. Because I've been working all summer, I worked with uh, two family systems. And really the hardest case I've ever worked with, personally. And at one point, one of of my clients said... You know, if his love for me could just be greater than his hatred for my sin. And I was gobsmacked and totally forgot it was in this book and that I had read it. But it was like something inside me was like, I think I've heard that before. You know, but yeah, that's amazing. So then to, you know, when I was getting ready for this again, I'm like, there it is. There it is. That's where I heard it first. You heard it first here. Well, if it wasn't, he wouldn't have come to the cross. Yeah. If his love for us was not greater than his hatred for our sin, he would not have paid for our sins in order to restore us to relationship with him. He would have just left us with our sin. Okay, so put on your pastor hat just for a moment. (laughs) And you never take it off. But anyway, considering all things going on in the world, all the devastation that's happened since we last met. So then how do you frame, Tony and Bruce, how do you frame it when someone says, how is what you went through God's love? Well, God, God wants the best out of us. And he knows that the only way to get the best out of us is to break the bad out of us, right? He's got to deal with it. And so he takes what he does and, and God doesn't cause sin. 
right? No. But he takes what he doesn't cause, the sin that we suffer, because people sinned against us. They sinned mm-hmm. and wounded us deeply in their sin. That, that What they did against us was sin, and it deeply well, wounded us. Well, they sinned against God and right. wounded us in the process. Right, but they, they don't, you know, it wasn't okay, and I don't think God initiated those things. Mm-mm. But he does take what he doesn't plan and he manipulates it where he looks at he may have planned it that way all along. God permits yes, he does. what he could prevent mm-hmm. in order to bring about his greater glory and our greater good. And we would have never desired to go through what we went through. We we didn't no. enjoy it. It was oh, painful. No. But if I look back now mm-hmm. and we see how God used that to train us and craft us and shape us to be able to be on your podcast and help you and to go to Israel in May and help Palestinians and and, uh, Messianic congregations and others and how we've been around the world and the book and we're trans people are being transformed all around the world because of the message. And we, I don't know how we would have been able to do that had we not suffered what we suffered in order to be to express what we're able to express. We live in a sinful planet. We We brought that on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now we're living in the consequence of that. And our so, ancestors did, but yeah, our ancestors yeah. did. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And even Jesus himself said, "You in this world, you will have trouble. Mm-hmm. We will. But I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. So he gives us a way out. And forgiveness is one of those ways to manage the yuck we live with and to live free of that and above that. Because this is not our home and we're not going to be here forever. But he is fashioning us and creating us and and making us ready for heaven, ready, ready for eternity. Yes. We have a choice. Do we want to jump into all the muck and, and enjoy and live within that? Or do we want to rise above that? And so he gives us a way out and, and forgiveness is it. And one of the scriptures that I don't understand what I know about, there's a lot of scriptures that, that mm-hmm. fall in that category, but one that I just, it boggles my mind is it says that Jesus learned the perfect son of God who was totally obedient and submissive to the Father in all contexts, right? Perfect. Jesus learned obedience through suffering. He sure did. So what does that mean? I know. If 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 that's his pattern of learning <laughs> obedience in his flesh, which he was he was combined with deity, and so yeah, he didn't sin, and he's learning it through suffering. Then is there any Far way be it from us? You know, it's like hello, if it, if it hello. For him, it's kind of probably going to work for us. It's kind of going to be. The- process. <laughs> I had to say it. I'm sorry. Well, there, there are problems in the world. Just uh, not forgiveness, right? No, it's a transaction. I got it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's transactional. Okay. I want to close with your seven protocols. And I love your card, your bookmark, and I'm mm-hmm. hoping to get some so I can give them away and sure. um, make that happen this time. Uh, would you like me to read them or would you like to read them? I could just quickly read. You know them? Yep. Oh, do we know them? <laughs> Might have. We use them every day. <laughs> okay. So the first one is we thank God for forgiving us. We need to get a heart of attitude or attitude of gratitude before we move into this to be truly have um, the authority to even forgive. We cannot forgive unless we are grateful for what he's done for us. Mm-hmm. So we take a moment and we sometimes in tears and just and we just walk through and thank you lord for what you've done for forgiving me for dying on the cross for me for shedding your blood for me for making a way for me so just yeah. take thank the lord number two is we um repent of our unforgiveness our repentance is not a behavior change our sin of, our sin of unforgiveness for sure it's repentance is a change of our mind we recognize wow all this time i i haven't been forgiving 
and that's not okay with you. That is a sin against you. That is um, slapping you. In fact, we mentioned this earlier. Uh, Hebrews 10, 29 says that when we don't forgive, it's as if we're trampling on the blood of Christ. And yeah, it's a real um, slap in his face. It's, yeah, it's a real slap in his face. So we really need our pipe clean between us and God. repent of dishonoring the blood of Jesus. Yeah, so we repented that. Lord, I'm so sorry for what I used to think about your blood, and now I, I want to change that. And um, so we deal with that. Number three would be ask God, who, Lord, who do I forgive and for what? Yeah. Because we think we know who we need to forgive. This happens all the time with our with us and our clients. <laughs> the people come in, I need to forgive my husband, or I need to forgive my child, or whatever. But we have found that most of the time, who people think they need to forgive is not who they need to forgive. Well, they need but, to forgive them, but it's not the yes, root. It's, no, not, the it's root. not the root. Tap root. The root is something from way back. The first yes. time I, this, I felt this rejection. Who was the first person that treated me this way? And that's how and I so, introduce it. I will say, when do you have a remembrance? Do you recall, like, when was the first time you ever felt this way inside exactly. your body? Right. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So yeah. we go, we deal with that, and so. We and the way we do it is we uh, we we're kind of, we're not legalistic, but we have found such power in this. Yes. Is we ask the client to keep their eyes closed through this whole process, Good. so they're not distracted and they're not just thinking or talking from their head. I we love want it. to go into the heart and, and our the subconscious. Eyes yes. Yeah. So we go down into the heart where we were wounded, and we um and we get and we use a lot of silence. Let's just be quiet. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And Lord, would you would you bring a name or a face to this person's mind or their heart on who you want them to forgive? And Uncle Joe may come up and they're like, I have no idea. Right. And then, wait, okay, but we're going to trust God here. So let's go with Uncle Joe. And then all of a sudden, all this comes up. Yes. So God just, he'll, he'll do that. And he will bring the wounds. He will ask him to remember, remind us of what we need to forgive them for. Mm-hmm. That's all included in number three. Beautiful. Number four is our forgiveness protocol, which is what we actually say. Let, let me jump in there and clarify yeah. something. Because we forgive wounds, not people, right? So who do I forgive and what for? We don't say I forgive my dad for for what existing he's created in the image of God. No, I forgive dad for what he did. So who is associated with the wound and what is it you want me to forgive? That's the that's the prayer. So specific important what we what they did that we're forgiving. Or what they did, what they said or didn't say. Right. Right. My alcoholic father, it would have been, you know, I hated him forever until I became a follower of Jesus. And then it was, I couldn't, I'm allowed to hate him anymore. (laughs) It wasn't permitted. (laughs) So so in your case, I forgive my father for being an alcoholic. I'm forgiving for embarrassing me. Yes. Friends were around. I forgive him for making, for, for choosing alcohol over me, for, for spending our food money on, be on, on, on liquor instead of us for making me feel this, 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 this. So not valuable, not wanted, not even known. And the Holy Spirit guides those things and leads us in Mm -hmm. those. It's so good. So good. Keep going. This is rich. Yeah, so number four is our forgiveness protocol, which is actually when we're doing this. So I, we say these words because they're from Matthew 18. Lord, I choose to forgive. You list the person's name, what you called them. Um, like some people say, I choose to forgive my father. Well, did you call him father? No, I call him daddy. Okay, we're going to use daddy because that's more important to the heart. Yes. I choose to forgive my daddy for, and then list the things the Holy Spirit brings to you, the wounds. Now, this can be intentional wounds, unintentional wounds, mm-hmm. expectations that weren't met, words that were spoken for him saying this to me, words yeah. that were not spoken for him never telling me he loved me. We forgive everything the Holy Spirit brings that hurt us. And right. then we ask number underneath that we ask, Lord, is there anything else I need to forgive my dad for? And we wait. And if there's nothing else, when that time comes, then we seal this this way. We say, I declare 
It's like a declaration we're making. I declare my dad is no longer in my debt. Mm-hmm. I transfer all of his debt, all of his sin, all of the wounds to the cross where Jesus paid them all. Mm-hmm. And when we finish that statement, when we and if we can't say that statement, we go back and like, what have we missed? Sure. Right. And then we go to protocol number five, which is blessing them. Because if you can't bless someone, you have not forgiven them. Oh, boy. And blessing is the ceiling for our forgiveness. Yes. So if we get to this point, they're like, oh, I can't bless them. All right, Lord, what did we miss? What, what did is we there? miss? Let's go another hour. Let's go four another more hours. <laughs> and then we bless them. And, and a blessing is, it's again, all of this is in prayer form. So it's between us and God. And so we say, God, would you please bless That's my so good. dad? By. And we want God to do good for him. Blessing means to want well yes. for someone. It's not, this is not blessing. Bless my dad by having him realize what he did was wrong. I didn't let's, know. Let's, 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 spin back and let, let's spin back and talk about what we have. For yeah, you. yeah. Let, no, letter. You mm-hmm. Bless my dad by um, healing his, mm-hmm. you know, his heart or by bringing him to you or by blessing his job. Bless him in the way in which they wounded you. You know, yeah. if he stole money, bless him financially. You know, if he was betrayed you. Give him good friends. Give him loyal friends. Uh, Remember, it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. It's one of my favorite scriptures. While we were still enemies, Christ blesses with the greatest blessing of all the death of his son. So we want you move from vengeance, which is making them pay, past where I was, okay, don't hurt them, but don't help them, to God, would you do good things for them? That's correct. Because that's that's how you know you are not still punishing them. Yes. Or they're not punishing you because I, I've just this past year for me has been all about First John four, where it says perfect love cast out all fear because fear yes. has to do with punishment. Yep. And yes. God's love has no punishment in it. We we made this very clear here today. It's yes. discipline. Okay. Number six is how we deal with the memories because we do have memories, but yes. we like to think of the memories as trophies of God's grace, that He is He's done something in them. So when a memory comes to you, it's not going to be the Father bringing them to you. He, that's under the blood. It's forgotten. He does forget, but the enemy wants to bring you back into torment. Yeah, so we this. say, I, I choose to not remember these events anymore. And so when the when the enemy comes and tries to bring you back, this we do two things. First I of all, I specifically remember forgiving. Yeah. And we do the first one is Love praise that. God for the freedom he gave you. Mm-hmm. So he thank you, Lord, for setting my heart free, for ending the depression, for um make giving me joy, whatever it is. Uh, and then the second one is bless that person again. All right, you know, then this person's name is coming to my mind. They must need something from God today. So Lord, would you bless them um, mm-hmm. in these ways or whatever way you know that they, what they need today. When we bring Satan's temptation to God in praise, and when we bless those who have wounded you, he can't stand that. And after three or four times, he will leave you alone. He but will. he may say to you, yeah, but you didn't forgive your Aunt Betsy. Remember when she did this? And you're like, yeah, you're right. I remember. Thank you so much for reminding me, Satan. From my heart, I choose to forgive Aunt Betsy for da 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 And I bless her. Now, is Satan, is there anything else you want to remind me of? And he's like, uh-huh. eh, this isn't working for me. So, so and then number seven is just a reminder to make pre-forgiveness a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That we walk in that no matter who hurts us today, we will immediately, as soon as possible, out loud, get by ourselves. By the way, this is all out loud. Get yes. by ourselves in a car or in your closet and forgive whatever that wound was that happened today. Yeah. So by what way, I we, hear... Oh. We don't have an Uncle Joe or Aunt Betsy, so I don't know who those people are. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. What I hear you saying, to, so I can clarify and really make this so, so crystal, crystal clear, is that 
you don't keep forgiving that person because so many people, you know, it is a one-time yes. transaction yes. under think, the blood released yes. and given from the, the east to the west. Yep. But the confusion for some people is we forgive what's happened up till now. All right. Mm-hmm. And if the guy, if somebody repeats the thing, then tomorrow, mm. that's a new wound. Yes. That you have to forgive that. So we forgive up to date and then we have a new wound and we're forgiving the new wound. But the enemy wants to connect the new wound with the old wound. We don't let him connect with the old wound. We keep them separate and we say, okay, yep, those were forgiven. This is a new one. I'm going to deal with that from my heart. I choose to forgive this person for this. God, would you transfer the cross? God bless them. That's so any new clear. Mm -hmm. You deal with it the same way. Mm Perfect. I needed that clarity. I think but that's really. We don't really... go back and forgive those things that you've already forgiven. You've yeah, already done it. It's done. It's, it's unbelief. That, right? right. Exactly. Then it is. It's not because your primary momentum in this, to me, that I take away from it is that Jesus trusted God. He trusted His Father. Just takes it back down to me. It's like I either trust Him or I don't. I don't yeah. think there's a lot of in between. And you make that so clear. I can't thank you enough for take two. Uh, this was so powerful, so powerful. And, and you're just, you brought, you even brought more to the table because you said you're rewriting your, 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 uh, second editioning it. Maybe it's yes. third or fourth. I'm not this. It's, what, it's a second, but we're updating it pretty significantly. So. Updating. Thank you. I'll get the words. Yeah. Revision. Updating. Well, yeah, we yes. haven't figured. We're revising it. We're updating it. We're we're. It's yeah. It's gonna be different. It'll <laughs> be it'll be the core message with a lot of updates. A lot of extras. A lot of extras. Well, I can't imagine it being better, but as a writer, I can't imagine it. So I think you know you. This We've is learned something. a few things since we produced it. A few things. I know. It's like I've been around a lot and I've learned a few things. That's okay. Scary. Well. I will let everyone know where you are, how to find you, get on a plane. Flying to Atlanta is cheap on Southwest. So if you're on the East Coast, you are you can get really cheap flights to Atlanta so that you are bring Tony and Bruce to your church, yes, which to me it. would be revelational and revolutionary in this day and time. So I will be and if it's okay, a little pitch. Uh, we have a new video ser- series we, we released a year ago. Oh. Uh, it's basically our core seminar on video and it's uh, available at our website. Or if you if you have access to Right Now Media, those who that it is now on Right Now Media, there's a study guide you can purchase through our website or you can actually download it mm-hmm. uh, if you want just a PDF of it. But uh, we would love to hear that. Uh, and if anybody wants a free copy of the protocols that we just quickly ran over, you can go to our website on the homepage and scroll down a bit and just give us your email and we'll send you the PDF. Perfect. That's your free gift. Okay. There you go. I don't have to worry about getting them. You go get it. (laughs) Go. And that's forgivingforward.com. Okay. You heard it here. So Heartlifters, I'm going to check in with you and you know, we might have to do it. We're not going to do a take three and this is going out, but we may have a check in with you. That we can we great. can do it again and I throw this out there too. If you want to order the book, if you can go through our website, we prefer that over that at Amazon because Jeff Bezos has enough money. It's just just going to go there and <laughs> oh, okay. we get money when they order it. All the money comes to the ministry okay. when we do it through the website. So well, our heart lifters want to honor that. That's who we are, and awesome. so we will we'll make sure that uh, books are ordered through your website. So thank you again. God bless all of you heart lifters out there and go forth yep. and lift some hearts. Walk in freedom. Yes. Woo! Amen. <laughs>